What's up, sister and brethren? School's out for the summer, but Dunkerpunks never stop learning. Stay tuned for some brain food. Welcome to the Dunkerpunks podcast. Today we've got some very special guests joining Sarah Olaminick, one of whom is the youngest activist we've had on the show, as far as I know. Sarah will introduce them and what they're about, but before she gets started, I wanted to present a few cues to keep in mind as you listen today. Do you consider yourself an activist? And whether you do or don't, why do you think activism, especially political and social activism, should be a part of the American Anabaptist lifestyle? And finally, who are some figures that inspire you to do more than you thought you could and see the bigger human picture? So with those thoughts in mind, let's hear what our guests have to say. Hey, Dunkerpunks. I'm Sarah Olaminick, and today we'll be talking about school. For a lot of young people... Summer means summer break. Time away from school and homework. Time to get out of the classroom and enjoy a mental vacation from studying, memorizing, and writing. But amidst the hype of summertime, we have to be careful not to take our educational opportunities for granted. Plenty of young people around the world, and particularly young women and girls, struggle for similar access to quality education, and some have paid heavy prices for doing so. For those of us who live in situations where access to education is less economically or socially restricted, 
it can be easy to forget that all that studying, memorizing, and writing is a sign of privilege that others may not have. Still, we can also use the education we have to help us think about how to make a difference in the world and address unfairness where we see it. I had the chance to sit down and talk about education and making a difference with Lucy Bowman, an activist for increasing girls' access to education through the Malala Fund, and her mother, Becky. I think that after you hear our conversation, you'll have to agree that we're never too young to start making a difference. I'm Lucy Bowman. And how old are you, Lucy? I'm 10. Awesome. Um, and do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have one brother and two sisters. That's really cool. So, what year are you in school? I just finished fifth grade, and I'll be going into sixth grade. Wow. Is that is that going to middle school yet, or is yeah. that middle school? Yeah. Are you excited about middle school? Yeah, and nervous. Yeah. What, um, what's been your favorite part of school this year? Um, I liked being with a different group of kids. Hmm. And meeting new people. That makes sense. Do you have a favorite subject or a favorite I like subject? math. Math. Math's cool. What part of math? What do you like about math? Um, I like um, division. Ooh, division. Yeah. Why don't you tell just a little bit about your Destination Imagination project? That was our highlight okay. of the year. Um, mm. So when I was at the beginning of the year, my school did something called Destination Imagination. And so... They choose kids to be on a team, and then you are given a challenge. Like, my challenge this year was to build a robot to travel through a maze. Whoa. And you had to program it, and then you had to have something that transformed and something that um, was removed from the maze. And so then you have all year to work on it with your team. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the year, you go to a state competition, and everybody has their, like, like planned like um like performance and then you go and you do it in front of judges and then they score you on how well you did and so my team we built a robot and um I learned how to program it and we built a hydraulic arm wow and it removed a boulder from the maze and then we had a volcano eruption for the transformation that's so cool. Like when you like you made the volcano and the like the lava that yeah. came out. Oh, that's awesome. What did the robot look like? It was um like what was it? Like a fruitcake tin. Yeah, it was a fruitcake mm. tin and then we used something called um a bird blocks. It's a hummingbird kit. And so then we used that. It came with like wheels and a little thing that you can use to program it with. And that's really cool. Yeah. And how did that turn out when you went to state? <laughs> so when we went to perform, the robot fell apart, and we had to try to oh, no. program it to move through the maze while it's broken. Oh no! But we it worked still, out. Yeah, we still did good. We got first. We took first <gasps> in our group, and then we also got something called the Renaissance Award. And oh, so it was. What does that mean? What was it? It was. It's for overall excellence in creativity and yes. scientific achievement. Yes. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. You think you're going to do cool things like that in sixth grade, too? Yeah, I'm hoping to do DI again. I, I'm hoping that the middle school has a DI team that mm. they're going to put together. So. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Do your siblings like school, too? Kind of. Vivian's um, 
she's going to be going into kindergarten next year. And then my little sister, Esme, she loves going to preschool. Mm -hmm. And my brother is going into third grade. And he kind of likes school. (laughs) Cool. So when you first heard about Malala, was that in school or was that somewhere else? Yes, I was in third grade. And when I was in third grade, my teacher had me do something called research projects. And Mm -hmm. so I'd do something to research about. And then I'd put together, like a project about it, like I'd have a visual and I would have a, um, yeah, PowerPoint and then it would, yeah, and a presentation to go with it and then I'd do it for my class and so the last one I did, I found, like, I found something about Malala and so I chose to Mm. do my research project on Malala and so that's how I kind of learned about her and then that summer I decided I wanted to do something to help her send girls to school. And so I decided to put together my program called Coasting to Change. Coasting to Change. Yes. Cool. So I think a lot of people have probably heard of Malala, but maybe not everyone. So do you want to maybe tell us a bit about her for people that haven't heard? Yes. Malala, her name is Malala Yousafzai. She has two brothers, and she, for the first part of her life, she lived in Pakistan. When she was, how old was she? Teen. She was a young teen. She was a young teen. She was about maybe 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. She was um, on a bus with her friends, and the Taliban is a rebel um, group in Pakistan, and they didn't, they didn't believe that girls should be educated. And so she, they came on the bus, and they shot her and mm. two of her friends. And Malal was taken to a local hospital, and then later taken to England, and she survived, but she has not been able to return back to Pakistan because the Taliban still remain a threat. Mm-hmm. And so then ever since then, she has um, worked, and she created the Malala Fund, and she has worked um, to send girls to school and to build schools in places where girls are not allowed to go to school. Mm. So your project was supporting the Malala Fund? Yes. So do you want to tell us about how you came up with the idea for Coasting for Change? Um, okay, so when I was in third grade, <laughs> I, um, my class did, made Christmas, um, Christmas coasters for our parents, mm-hmm. and so we took old tiles and we mod podged on, like, Christmas decorations, mm-hmm. and then, like, we made them into coasters, and mm-hmm. so that gave me my idea. So what I did is I got old tiles from our reuse it center in McPherson, and I took them and I mod podged little squares of like some were, were wallpaper and some were like construction paper, and I mod podged them on, and then I put um, what's it called like the little pads. Furniture pads. Yeah, and then I I glued on furniture pads to the bottom so it wouldn't scratch against the wood or Mm -hmm. whatever surface they were on. And then I sprayed them with a spray, and it makes them waterproof, and so that way it can be a coaster. And then I took them to church. I went to different churches, and I sold them, and I told um, Malala's... I, I gave a speech about, like, Malala's story... And wow. how I was helping support that. And I s- probably sold over close to 
400, wow. 500 coasters, and I raised over 300, or $3,400. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Did you make all those coasters by yourself? Well, um, the first round, we probably made about 150 we made by ourselves, and then the second time we were making coasters, we got the first graders at Roosevelt oh. to help, and they helped make probably about 100 coasters to sell, and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And so, like, overall, it takes $53 to send a girl to school, and so out of all the um out of all the money I've raised, I have sent sixty three girls to school. That's incredible. And then my goal for this next year is I'm hoping to raise about five thousand dollars, so that'll be ninety four girls. Wow. And are your sisters and brothers and parents helping out with that too? Yeah, they help me make the coasters. That's good. So you're gonna sell more coasters. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna tell us a bit about what the coasters look like? Are there designs on so them they're yeah. like old tiles so like floor tiles and they're they're pretty small they're like sides of a coaster and and then um we take like colorful like paper and stuff and glue it on so some of them have like um designs like just one plain color and then some have like nice designs and my favorite one that i've made is one and it had a rooster on it, and that was my oh, favorite. <laughs> that's awesome. Do so you like to do art some too? Yes. Art projects. That's awesome that it brings those two together. Mm-hmm. What were some of the most popular ones for the people who've come to buy them? Star Wars ones, oh. Harry Potter ones. Like, we probably <laughs> sold maybe 50, 60 Star Wars ones. There were a lot of people who wanted those. And how much did you sell each coaster for? Each coaster was $2. $2. And then you could get them in a set of four for eight dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you have to pay for the floor tiles, or those are just we kinda... got them from the visit centers, but they were like so we had to pay for them, but they were already used, so they were probably like twenty five cents each, ten cents each, ten oh, cents each. Okay. Yeah. Do you can you think of anything really cool that you think you've learned from mm. doing this project, or that you've come away with? I've definitely learned a lot about, like, other cultures, how, like, girls aren't allowed to go to school and how girls are treated in other countries. Mm. And I think that was part of my motivation because I don't think that's fair, and Mm -hmm. I think girls should get an education, too. Would you have any advice for people who might be listening and thinking that they want to do their own fundraising project? Was it as easy as you thought it would be? No, (laughs) definitely not. So as you did it, what did you learn? Like, what could you tell somebody else that they might want to be aware of? It's pretty hard. Like, it's when you come up with a plan, it seems really easy, but then once you get halfway through, it's pretty hard. (laughs) And you just have to kind of keep going, and you can't give up because otherwise you won't have it. And, yeah, and it pays off. It's definitely worth it at Mm -hmm. the end. Maybe to accept help, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was nice when we had people helping. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Are there any other other stories from the project that you want to tell or anything else that's come up that you think it's important to share with people? Um, Oh, I do have a website. It's part of the Malala Fun website. Mm. It's give.classy.org slash coasting to change, and then people can donate on there. And they can look at, like, some of the latest updates, like what I'm doing. And 
um, what my goal is, and they can kind of read the story there, too. Cool. So that's give.classy, C-L-A-S-S-Y? Yes. Dot org. Slash coasting to change. I'd like to enthusiastically thank Lucy and Becky Bowman for taking the time to share with us. As you enjoy your summer break, or nostalgically reflect on the days when you used to have a summer break, consider donating to Coasting to Change or experimenting with your own fundraising ideas to support the Malala Fund or other organizations working to increase access to education and girls' empowerment. And most importantly, ground yourself in the strength of your community. After all, we're never too young to make a difference, but it's always more fun when we have help. Lucy's story about how she and her friends are helping people through their fundraisers is certainly an inspirational one. And I don't know if I was quite as inclined towards activism when I was her age, but I do remember that the beliefs and morals I held dear played a big part in my decision-making and my actions back then as well as they do now. I think around that age, we start to become more conscious of that intersect. Living out what you see as good and putting into practice your beliefs is like one of the original definitions of being a Christian. I recently had the privilege of attending the Church of the Brethren's Young Adult Conference and doing some music there. Um, and if you listen to the last episode um, that we put out, Emmett Wachowski Eldred, the host of that episode, and Jess Hoffer, the contributor, were both there and both uh, played leadership roles in talking about the weekend's theme, which was based off of 1 Timothy 4, 11 to 16, which was uh, essentially teaching with your life. And a lot of the speakers were really profound because they did things as wild as quitting your regular job and moving halfway across the country to live with a different culture than your own, like Jess talked about all the way to just being an elementary school teacher and how to incorporate the morals and beliefs that you hold dear and how to teach peace and love, even doing art for elementary school. What I really appreciate about Lucy, Becky, and their friends and family's ministry is that they see the importance of it and even though they're at different stages in life, and might be really young they still see that they have power and privilege that other people don't and are using that towards promoting good and promoting peace so as a word of encouragement as you go out dunker punks i wanted to leave you with a reading of first timothy 4 11 to 16 from the message version get the word out teach all these things and don't let anyone put you down because you're young teach believers with your life by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching, and that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed. Keep that dusted off and in use. 
Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Dunker Punks podcast is produced by a team of youngsters from across the U.S. just trying to get the word out. Big special thanks to Lucy and Becky Bowman and Sarah Lominick for sharing today. Our executive producer is Suzanne Lay. My name is Jacob Kraus. I hosted, did the music, and edited today's podcast. Another special thanks to you all. Our listeners do so much more than just listen to this podcast, and we appreciate you for being a part of the Dunker Punks community in so many ways. If you'd like to be more directly involved in the podcast, however, we are now taking applications for a paid internship through On Earth Peace. If you'd like to hear more about becoming a part of the Dunker Punks podcast through doing the internship or being an audio contributor, please email us at dpp at arlingtoncob.org. We want to hear your story. You can find out more about the Dunker Punks at dunkerpunks.com. If you want to listen to other episodes of the podcast, you can find us at arlingtoncob.org slash dpp or subscribe to us on Stitcher and iTunes podcast. You can find us everywhere on social media at dunkerpunkspod. Looking forward to continuing the discussion there. And lastly, but certainly not least, if you want to contribute to Lucy's cause, go to give.classy.org slash coasting to change. Until next time, Dunker Punks, peace out.